0: Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Hot 97's Miss Info.
1: Hey, everyone! Um, you know, first off, I'm, I'm so honored to be here at the Apple Store Soho um, for another incredible Meet the Musician session. Um, you know, working at Hot 97, and I have a site, MissInfo.tv, I talk to a lot of people, and, and I, have so, I have done so for, for many, many years, but even someone as jaded as me, who hates everything at this point, and is skeptical of everything, and s- cynical, I can't deny the excitement that I feel when an, an artist, a new artist, an incredible talent, is having their moment. And this is truly this woman's moment. I know you guys feel it. Um, And I hope that all of you guys have already downloaded her new album, Aquarius, which is on iTunes right now. Make some noise. Do you guys have it? It's so good. So I've seen her progress and grow and and enjoy every single moment. I'm so excited to talk to her. Please welcome Tinashe. Give it up, show some love. Hey everybody, how's it going? So this is called Meet the Musician. You guys know the deal. And um, you're, you'll actually be able to download it for free on iTunes in a couple days. But honestly, talking to you, I feel like that's kind of selling it short because it should be meet the musician, producer, uh, songwriter, actress, every dancer, everything. What Thank am I you. missing? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Skier, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ski enthusiast. Yeah, ski enthusiast. Shake Shack expert. (laughs) Wow, foodie too. Yo, I love Shake Shack. You guys don't even know. I'm like obsessed with Shake Shack. Who doesn't? Um, But Tanasha, one thing that I wanted to ask you about was just before we get started, how was your day? What was your day like? Yo, today was absolutely crazy
0: because obviously this was the day that my album dropped and I've been waiting for this day literally since I was... Probably this big it's so surreal, so crazy i've been having like the best day ever I'm so so happy. The reviews have been incredible yeah I'm just really, really, really thankful and really excited genuinely.
1: Well, the thing is is that I think for a lot of uh, a lot of artists, it kind of gets where you're not as excited. It's like business as usual, but mm-hmm. the one really, really heartwarming and 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 endearing thing um, is if anybody follows Tinashe on Twitter or on Instagram, you're seeing, like, she is so hype right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, this so is, like, hype. the first release that you've ever had, whereas it actually isn't. You've... Put out mixtapes before Um, you've done, you know, award shows. You've done TV shows. You've done it all. Yeah, it's crazy. So tell me, why is this day so big for you, despite the fact that you, you know, you've done this? Right. No, I, I think.
0: Just the, you know, obviously albums, when they come out in a store and through a record label and in a major way, it's just held to a higher esteem than, you know, like a free project online. Even though I worked super hard on the mixtapes that I put out and, you know, I consider them really awesome and amazing bodies of work, they're still not, like I said, held to the same just level of, I don't know, people don't take it as seriously as an album. Hmm. So this is, this is a very defining moment, I feel like, in my career as far as landmarks go. And I really feel like I've hit a huge landmark today and it's one that I've been waiting for forever. So that's why I'm just so excited.
1: Does it also speak to the fact that you feel like this project is everything that you wanted it to be?
0: Absolutely, I mean, growing up, I never like, knew what my debut album would sound like, never knew what it would look like. But now that I have it, I feel like it's like perfect. You know, I'm like, really? it's everything I always wanted it to be, even though I didn't know it. And it's just awesome because I'm really, really proud of it. I've put a lot of hard work in it. I've been you know, working on this album for nearly over two years. Mm-hmm. I've recorded 150 songs. So wow. to put in that kind of dedication and hard work and then to finally just be like, this is the finished product. Something that's just really fulfilling.
1: And are you that person that that once you turned it in, you did feel good about it? You weren't constantly staying up at night thinking, oh my God, if I could just change this one song or add this one thing or get no, this one other feature. I'm a feature.
0: perfectionist. So when I had the album come out, it was like I had analyzed every song, every wow. interlude, every note, every, you know, the sequencing. Everything was super, super, super thought out, and so when it was done, I really felt very confident in it. I mean, there was a little bit of like, I hope people like it, but I'm super confident in the material itself.
1: Right, well, you know, now that you bring that up, and you mentioned that the reviews have been really good for Aquarius, um, how important is that to you?
0: It is important, I mean, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what people say because even if they didn't like it, it's not like that's going to dissuade me from continuing to pursue my passion or stop me from you know, continuing to make steps and just fight and keep going. Yeah. But you hope when you put, like I said, that much time and dedication into it that people enjoy it. And so... I think the reviews are definitely more important to me than like a sales number or something like that. I don't really, really care about like number of copies. I care about like to people who got who did buy it. Right? Did they love it? And so that's great.
1: Wow. So that in, in that sense, the reviews could be from a fan on Twitter, mm-hmm. or it could be the music critic at The Times.
0: Absolutely. Every every positive, you know, affirmation that I get from people on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, on anywhere it's it it definitely means a lot to me genuinely like touches me and means something to me
1: when was there a time when criticism um whether you've gotten it from people that you respect or complete strangers when has that ever affected you
0: um i think definitely you know when you see negative negativity online it's interesting because if you read like 10 great comments and then you read one like bad comment, that's the one that sticks into your brain and it's this weird thing with... Yeah, it eats at you. Yeah, yeah it's this weird thing with negativity, but I've kind of learned which websites to stay off of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which comment sessions not to read. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just try to take it as it comes and I definitely know... a a difference between like if it's coming from just somebody who is just bitter or yeah. has you know some type of animosity for whatever reason and somebody who genuinely is trying to be constructive in their criticism
1: well it's interesting so then you know when you're talking about criticism from your peers or from people that you're working with mm-hmm. has there ever been anything that um a producer said to you or a fellow musician said to you or somebody on your team that actually changed how you worked or changed um, the way that you were working on a song? Um, you know, Has there ever been constructive criticism that you feel like affected your music?
0: Definitely, but I feel like I can only take constructive criticism from particular people and it's people that I already trust. Okay. Um, because if you let too many people genuinely change the way that you go about doing things, mm-hmm. that's when I feel like you lose yourself because you're trying to please everybody and everybody's opinions don't matter. So there's a very small, probably I could count them on one hand, people that I will genuinely respect their opinion or their criticism if they have it. And aside from those people, it doesn't really always matter.
1: Yeah, give me some examples.
0: Um, Probably like my mom, okay. <laughs> my dad, my manager, my choreographer, um, and, like, maybe my brothers, like, my siblings. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So no, like, it's, you know, I, I was expecting you to say mustard. <laughs> um, Mike will make it, you know. No, I definitely, definitely actually... don't care what they
0: think. <laughs> Look, sorry, guys, I love you, but, yeah, no.
1: That's, <laughs> you know what's so great about that is that that shows also the true mind of artists where you have to have your own focus and you have to believe in in what your voice is Um, so when it comes to like your parents you know one amazing thing that i saw this was a long time ago too it was a video of tinashe at home showing off her home studio and um you know one thing, especially speaking to a woman, and we're here in the Apple store, surrounded by all this technology and these gadgets, and um, it's incredible because she is self-taught with Pro Tools, Logic, um, Final Cut Pro. So you're kind of a nerd. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> low key, not even gonna front. So tell me about like, that whole situation of building a studio yeah. and working at home. Well, kind of the
0: inspiration for that was just because I think my personality is just, I don't like to sit around and wait for people to do things for me or opportunities to just fall out of thin air because I believe you have to go out and, you know, create your own destiny and make things happen for yourself. And that's really kind of what inspired me to just take the reins on my music career and do whatever I could to create my own music. And I've realized that especially in this day and age, for example, like you said, there's so much technology that's accessible to to the youth, and there's things like YouTube where you can literally learn how to do anything. So, yeah, you just have to take a leap of faith and try try to do things that you think will help, and you'll find that they're not really as intimidating as they may appear. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
1: So you were building this studio. Your parents are like in the next room. Yeah. I live at home, (laughs) y'all. How do you get into the mind state to make, and you know, a lot of the music that you're making, especially even on the mixtapes, can be dark Mm -hmm. and moody and erotic Mm -hmm. and edgy. How do you get into that when When mom is like right there? there." (laughs) Well,
0: Sometimes, Loki, I wait till everybody goes to bed. <laughs> I wait till everybody goes to bed, which is probably also annoying because they're trying to sleep and I'm singing. But, you know, they've always supported me, so they'll do whatever they can. But, you know, I really don't worry about my family judging me for anything because they genuinely have supported me throughout every step of my career from when I was really, really young mm-hmm. up until this point. And they are so proud of every decision that I make. And... So that's awesome. It's not like something that I like worry about like
1: you're never ashamed like even if you're singing about love or heartbreak or sex um, do you think that they're kind of like at the door? <laughs> I don't like, think so that's, oh my god I genuinely
0: think that they you know they respect me as an artist yeah. and they respect me as an adult and they respect you know my creative opinion so whatever that kind of comes out, they're really proud of it, which is awesome.
1: Were there any songs on Aquarius that started in your parents' house?
0: Yes, actually, track one, two, and three were completely recorded in my home studio. And Incredible. a lot of parts of tracks were also recorded in the home studio. So I really wanted to keep that, you know, that vibe and also just, I'm really comfortable recording there. So I feel like sometimes I get the best stuff there.
1: Wow, is, is track three is bet?
0: No, track two is bet, oh, track, track three is cold sweat.
1: So for track two, did you have Dev Hines in your house? In no. your old bedroom?
0: I wish, that would be okay. awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, um, actually, I sent the track, which was already basically complete at that point, because I had the idea after the song was done. Uh-huh. I thought it was done, it wasn't done. Um, I was like, you know, it would be sick to get Dev to come in and play a guitar solo, because I'm, you know, obviously working with him, I've seen what he can do, and he's super, super skillful, super talented, and I thought it would just be kind of a fresh thing to, you know, throw onto the song, so I sent it to him, and he sent me back the little guitar part, and I was just like, yes.
1: And you guys weren't friends beforehand? Did no, we just... we
0: weren't friends, but we'd worked in the studio on, like, songs Got before, it. so we knew each other.
1: Um all over Aquarius and, and also on Blackwater, there's basically the who's who for up-and-coming music stars. I yeah. mean, everyone from Travis Scott was on Blackwater with Vulnerable to ASAP Rocky and Dev Hines and Schoolboy Q and Future. Um, yeah. Producers like Evie and Christ. Mm-hmm. People that... You know, in the music industry, these are the, like the names that we're all buzzing about, and we know they're going to be the stars that are going to take over. So, do you just have like an incredible music critic's ear? Do you? Yes, are you just I fans? Don't know. I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 a huge fan of music. So when I first started working on this album, I had just a really long list wish list of artists and producers that uh-huh. I wanted to work with, and I was really blessed to have worked with nearly everybody on my list. Wow. And you know, to have that opportunity is so amazing, especially as a creative person, to put yourself in that zone with all of those, like you said, extremely yeah. talented and, like, up-and-coming artists. I think it's,
1: it's really, really exciting. I don't know how it happened, but I'm happy that it did. Was there any, like, personal outreach with people where you would just see them at an event and be like, I love you, I want to work with
0: you? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there was a level of... You know, obviously relationships that were set up through my record label. There were relationships that were grown completely organically. And then there were relationships that were honed, you know, on a real personal level. Like maybe I made an introduction in like a business area, but then I got to know the person a whole lot better. And then we went on to work on things. So it's just been like a crazy journey,
1: an amazing
0: creative process to make this album.
1: Who did you end up getting the closest with? out of all the people that you collaborated with? Um,
0: one of my favorite people that I've worked with is probably Boy Wenda from Toronto. He's just a really genuinely nice guy. And every time that he sends me a beat, I basically always love it. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> we just have, I feel like, a good musical
0: and personal chemistry, so.
1: You just clicked Yeah, instantly. Were any of these producers, like Boy Wanda and Mike Wilmaiden, Mustard, were they shocked that you also produce?
0: I'm sure they were, yeah. I feel like especially when I first started working on the album and people weren't as familiar with who I am as an artist or, you know, the fact that I am so hands-on, they probably assumed, oh, this is just this this cute girl that the label signed and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I had to then prove to people Uh that I was more than that and that I do have a creative perspective and that I am more than just, like, you know pretty face or whatever. I right. am a real artist. And I think that was something that I definitely had to kind of work towards to gain that respect. But I feel like I've really gotten there, which is awesome.
1: You know, in, in, the, in your early part of your career, it kind of seems like you were a showbiz kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Tinashe did everything from voiceovers and, and appearances on Two and a Half Men and um, all of these really diverse sort of showbiz experiences. But you were also in a girl girl band. Yep, <laughs> And that seems so different from the very individual, unique solo artist that you are now. Do you almost feel like going through that, which can be very cookie cutter yeah. um, and oppressive, did that make you the artist that you are now?
0: I definitely think it helped to inspire me to really want to be that person with that kind of creative control. Because when I was in that group, like you mentioned, it was very formulaic. It was put together. It wasn't fulfilling to me because all the decisions were basically made for me. Or, you know, it wasn't coming from my soul. And so when I started creating my own music and, like, putting out my mixtapes, that was just so liberating and such a great feeling to know that, like, I made all these decisions myself. So then when I went about creating the album, I just had like I had to stay true to that. I couldn't then let a bunch of other people mould where I was going. I had to just really follow my instincts and mm. stay true to, you know, who I am.
1: And the the name of the girl group was the The Stunners. Stunners. Yeah. So you can see the beginnings of. I didn't pick the name. (laughs) (laughs) She survived, though. That's the lesson learned. She survived. Yes. Um, (laughs) And I kind of want to ask you, like, in terms of acting versus music and dance and all of these different skills that you have acquired, you know, do you feel like there's room in your life to do all of them Mm -hmm. at once?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think sometimes you need to focus just so people understand what you're trying to do and don't think that you're just, they don't get confused and just like trying to dabble in this and like just shooting darts at a wall. Um, So that's kind of why I took a step back from acting the past few years, just to make sure that people knew I was really serious about this music, that this isn't just something I'm trying to do for fun. You know, Mm -hmm. this is a huge passion of mine. This is something I take very seriously. But I hope in the future to then get back into acting. And once I've really established myself as Tinashe, the music artist, I feel like the sky's the limit as far as just endeavors that I can pursue.
1: And, and uh, you know, just one last thing, because we're going to open it up to you guys to ask some questions. Um, do you have any plans beyond Aquarius already? Mm-hmm. You know, do you already have ideas for another album um, or ideas for acting and stuff like that? Um,
0: I mean, I have hopes for, for the future. I mean, I wanna, like I said, pursue a lot of different endeavors, but uh, from an acting perspective, my dream is to be in like a Laura Croft, Tomb Raider type movie so I can Action. be like a badass okay. and like, shoot people <laughs> and jump over things. and. Like that would be I wasn't really fun. That. Okay. that would be so awesome. <laughs> so I want to do that. But um aside from that, I think musically it's interesting cuz the creative process it's 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 a never-ending process. It's just once you start creating an album, you never know where you're going to end up with it. You'd never know what will inspire you. Uh-huh. So even though I have like maybe loose ideas about what I want the next project to be or whatever, I really have no idea what it's going to turn out because okay. once I start working on it I s- get inspired by different things or you know start working with different people and right. just your life always changes.
1: You have to start building that next wish list of people that you want to yeah. also work with. That's going to be crazy. I wonder who. Anybody be on, on that, that list, list already? I have to up my list game up. I'm going to be like, "So, uh, <laughs> who would be number 1 so far? Like on the next um, wish list.
0: I would love to work with Andre 3000. Ugh wish list
1: can we please get a little amen in the room for that to <laughs> let's happen. put this in the universe yes. everyone <laughs> we will wish it um, well you know I think that it can only get greater and, and the and the wave that we all kind of feel for you is is like an incredible thing to watch thank you so much I'm so Definitely. excited um, so let's open it up to some questions from you guys. Hey. Uh, hi, Hello. How are you? Um, so do you think that being an Aquarius like really affected um, the way you um, a- accomplished everything that you have? Because I'm also an Aquarius mm-hmm. and actually we were born the same week. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh <Uh-oh>. Hello. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So people always tell me that uh, I have like the certain personality that I'm really friendly. And mm-hmm. I also, um, I really uh, relate to you about like, you search things for yourself and you like taught yourself how to do everything. I also I feel that that way. So, do yeah. you think that really affected everything you've achieved? And that's why you named it Aquarius, Aquarius traits. Yeah, Speak right. Speak on it. Um,
0: no, I think one trait of an Aquarius that I feel like has really helped me is that um, it's that follow through. It's that it's that wanting something and going out and getting it. It's it's a sense of independence and it's also a sense of like tunnel vision mm-hmm. and. So for that, I'm very grateful. And as far as why I named the album Aquarius, I just feel like it really represents, it's just kind of like a metaphor for representing, like, this is me, this is my introduction to the industry for people who have never heard of me before, you know? This is, this is quote-unquote, my introduction, you know?
1: How you doing, Tinashe? Hi! What's up, my name is Chaz o.
0: Hi, how's it going?
1: Good, good, great. Why y'all laughing? All right, well, um, <laughs> I just want to say um, I appreciate your music. I've been following you since about, like, 2012.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Boss was, like, one of my favorite jokes.
0: Yes, in case we die, days Throw ready, back. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, basically, um, <clears throat> I'm very inspired about, you know, you working from home. I just recently built a home studio.
0: Good. Good for you.
1: So my question is, as, like, you know, a producer and a um, and an artist at the same time. How did you, like, get out there, get out there? Like, just simply through the internet?
0: Yeah, I mean, the internet is one of those things where it gives you a platform. And I think it's all about content. It's about putting yourself in a vulnerable enough position that people are able to then discover you. And it's just about... Getting yourself out there in any way, shape, or form, whether it be putting out videos or songs, or you know, just honing in on your social media game, I think it just at th- this day and age that can get you so far. And I think my career is a testament to that.
1: At what point did you feel that blowing up? Like, was it when you d- did the Lil Wayne cover on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Did that, did you oh suddenly, no. <laughs> like, what, definitely, definitely was not, it. didn't feel like that? I didn't feel like I was
0: making it until recently. Um, even throughout all the successes of everything else, I felt like I had a long way to go. Even once I signed to my record label, I knew that was not that was it's not time to get comfortable. There's a lot of work that you still need to do hmm. past that point. And I think that's interesting. A lot of people maybe don't necessarily know that they think once you sign a deal like your album comes out, everything's taken care of. It's all gravy, but it's it's really not. There's a lot that you have to do and be really self-motivated and go out and get things for yourself. And so yeah, I mean, I didn't really feel like I've Was successful until maybe like this year when people just start noticing me everywhere and like hearing my song on three different radio stations in one day, or like just little things have been like, okay, something's happening. This is pretty awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Hello, Tinashe, my name is Kalik. How Um, are you? Good. Um, I just wanna know, R&B is really struggling in mainstream pop in the top 40. A lot of the songs you see in the top 10 aren't really R&B, so how do you feel about that? I think it sucks. Um, It's interesting. I think it's something that I hope to change. Um, I don't know what that's really about or why that really happened, but I definitely know that that R&B kind of fell out of the mainstream zone. However, it's not like people still don't like R&B, so I think given the opportunity to create great music, it will always shine through, so hopefully we'll break, we'll break through that top 10. Hi. Hey, what's up? My name is Janae, and um, I love your Afro right now. You were
1: like swagged out OG. Thank you like, so much. <laughs> um, I actually
0: have one, one question. Um, You've been compared, people called you the female weekend and they also compared you to Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanna know, how do you feel about that comparison? Do you feel any pressure? And
1: if you do like being compared, are you flattered about it or?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely flattered by the comparisons because I think they are great people to be compared to and people that I really respect as artists. So I can't really take that as a diss. However, I don't necessarily, like to be compared because i do feel like i do have my own persona so even though i can you know appreciate the fact that people are making these connections i don't want to be like boxed into trying to fill somebody's legacy or anything like that you know i feel like i'm doing my own thing and hopefully you know i don't necessarily know to answer your question feel the pressure to you know live up to any other artists standards or whatever
1: i think it's interesting because the people love to make those connections and put someone in context but it also i mean for you as an artist then it also means that it's harder for you to surprise them right it's very
0: limiting when when they feel like they know exactly what you're gonna do and you know there's a formula to how you're going about things so i kind of in my career i just like to be true to who i am as a human being and I have many different sides to me and I don't want to be stuck in just one particular box or category or even genre-wise. Like That's why I feel like my music has so many elements of other genres in it as yeah. well, is because I don't wanna be just stuck in one particular zone.
1: Well, especially if you're a fan of Two On, and everybody is, then you, and, and you want her to, if you want Tanase to do more of Two On, then you're not open to enjoying all the other songs on the album that may be very, very different, but yeah. equally bomb. So I would just say, Thanks. I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> and um, of course, one last thing I just wanted to uh, talk about is this quote from Lena Dunham, Lena Dunham from Girls tweeted that the Tanache album is so epic for her that it's bigger than food, water, love, and pills. <laughs> what does that feel like for you to hear something like that? You know, that genuinely
0: means so much to me, not just because of what she said, but because I definitely don't know her. I don't yeah. know her. I don't know any of her friends. She doesn't know me. It's not like we have any, any type of connection at all whatsoever. Yeah. And for somebody who is so disconnected from you to look at your art and appreciate it, that means a lot. Yeah, Because you know it's completely unbiased.
1: Well, that's a great endorsement. I also feel the same way. So make sure that you check out Aquarius. It's on iTunes right now. And Tinashe, where can we find you at Tinashe?
0: Yes, that's my Twitter, at Tinashe. For those that don't know how to spell my name, it's T I N A S H E. And my Instagram is Tinashe Now. And my website's
1: Tinashenow.com. And, and that good stuff. I think you're going to be on TV this week as well. I am going to be on Jimmy Kimmel on Thursday. So make sure that you tune in. And thank you guys for joining us for um, another Meet the Musician. Let's go! Thank you guys so much for coming.